Because Christ lives, we too shall live forever through faith in him. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is our epistle reading for this past Sunday, which was Easter Sunday. We're looking at Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 to 4, where the Apostle Paul was inspired to write, Since then you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things, for you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. My dear friends in Christ, that whole subject of death and dying is something that oftentimes we don't really want to talk about. And that's why with that subject of death and dying, we often come up with so many different euphemisms for death so that we don't have to use that word death or die or dead. We say that someone has passed on, that someone has gone to be in a better place. Someone is no longer with us, but we kind of avoid those words, death and dying. Oh, maybe we can think back about three years ago. That was such a strange year for all of us in different ways. It was a strange year because in January of that year, that's when my mom was called home to heaven. Notice the euphemism. That's when my father-in-law also passed away. Another euphemism when they went to be with the Lord Jesus in heaven. And there have been so many deaths that were caused by COVID and its complications, but of course that's a part of living in this sinful world. Well, the interesting thing is, is that now it's three years later, my dad, he's on Sunday going to celebrate his 92nd birthday. If you watch this, happy birthday, dad. But anyway, He'll be celebrating his 92nd birthday and well, we often hear him talking about how he'd like to be with my mom and with the Lord Jesus. And because of, because of how this world is turning into such a crazy place with all of the different problems and troubles that we're faced with, there are so many more and more people who kind of have that same attitude and say, well, it sure would be great if the Lord would return or if, or if we die before anything more bad ends up happening. That's sometimes how we feel. But the time of anyone's passing, euphemism again, but that time is always in the Lord's hands. And isn't it great to know that it's in the Lord's hand? That's the best place that it could possibly be because he knows just the right time to take us home to heaven. However, in our reading, what Paul says here is he says, for you died. And the way Paul sees it, death is not some future prospect for us. It actually has already taken place in the past. It's in the past in the preceding chapter in Paul's letter he explains that that's what happened already at our baptism. Paul talks about our 
having been buried with Christ in baptism. And Paul told the Roman Christians, that means we were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead, we'll pick up from that thought in a little later on, but we'll notice here now what he's saying. Jesus died and was buried in the grave and our baptism or our being called to faith, it means that we also died with Jesus and were buried in the grave with him. Our, that's how God sees things. He sees our death and burial as something that has already happened in conjunction with Christ's death and burial. But when he talks about our death and burial, remember that what he's really talking about is the death of our sinful nature. When we think about what a believer is, he's really made up of two parts, and that's the sinful nature and the new man, the faith side of us. But really, our sinful nature, we need to recognize that that's not our, the real part of us anymore. The real part of us is the faith part of us that new life that's in us because of Christ, that means that now we're really living. Our sinful nature, it was crucified with Christ, but the sad thing about, about our sinful nature is that what that sinful nature does is it daily rises up to fight against us and to try to pull us down and, and draw us into, well, sin and unbelief. Our sinful nature, it causes us such grief. But Martin Luther, in the fourth part of baptism, he says that our sinful nature is, or our sinful nature should be drowned by daily contrition and repentance. And he's talking about what the Holy Spirit will do. What the Holy Spirit will do is he'll help us every day to confess our sins, to be sorry for our sins, to look to Jesus and know that we're forgiven and, and look to him for his help to fight against the sin that's in our lives and to live our Christian lives. And now see, that's putting, that's putting our sinful nature back in the grave where it belongs. But that's just a part of the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives, putting the sinful nature back in the grave. Paul says, we were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. So there's no misunderstanding of what that means. Paul continues, if we have been united with him, with him, his life, if we have been united with him this is, in this death, we will certainly also be united with him in his resurrection. As God sees things, we entered the grave with Jesus on Good Friday, and we came out of it with him on Easter Sunday. He's given us a new life to live right now in the present uh, every day of our lives. And he says that that life, it's now hidden because 
we still live in this sinful world. And it's got all of its problems and troubles, it's all of its grief and temptations that we have to face. In this life, we do enjoy our new life in Christ, but we don't enjoy it in its fullness right now, yet. But isn't that why Paul encourages us here? Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. He's not saying forget about this present life. He's not saying do nothing and just sit there and wait for the Lord's return. We still have our lives to live. That means that we need to be careful how we live our lives. We need to take care of our families, our jobs, our, well, our hobbies, our health, our education, our savings, our retirement. But to know that our real life in this life that's really with Christ right now. That's our real life. And ultimately, it's our life with him forever in heaven. That's why Paul says here, set your minds on things above. Oh, death and dying, those are words and thoughts that maybe we sometimes in our world sometimes wants to avoid because they seem so negative and so final, but actually for us who are believing children of God, they're beautiful and wonderful words for us, for all believers. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. So Paul says, set your minds on things above. Think about what Christ has won for you. Think about, well, what my, my, my mom, my mother-in-law, my father-in-law, what they're enjoying right now in heaven, and what we believers have in Jesus right now, because we have his grace and love, and we have Jesus, what we have right now and what we're going to enjoy forever in heaven, all because of Jesus. So we have that encouragement Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things, for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for sending your Holy Spirit to us to give us a new life in Christ our Savior. Help us now to live as those who are dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. We pray in his name. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always.